0: To you live. From deep within side, the Wrestle House. My name is Carl Carafell, and this is Turnbuckle Talk. Welcome everybody once again to another episode of Turnbuckle Talk. Thank you to everybody who comes and listens and watches and takes part in this program through the comments. I appreciate it all. And to all of you that are watching this back in a replay or listening to this in podcast form, I thank you as well. This episode of Turnbuckle Talk create your own. There are many different ways that we can take that. And I think that the first way that I'm going to present this right now is from my good friend, Ed Fries, who at 5.39 p.m., even before the broadcast started over on YouTube, he puts in there, create your own way. You know what? That is a very, very good one. And that is one that I had written down as well. Create your own way. Ed as well coming in here saying it's time. It's Carl's turnbuckle talk time. Yes, it is. Thank you so much, Ed. I appreciate you coming in here every week and commenting, leaving your messages, even if it is only for a brief moment, because I do know that you have a program as well over on the Love Wrestling platform that is called NXT, T-E-A. And that is an absolute fantastic program. Everybody should go and check that one out as well. So create your own. This is really going to come to fruition. The reason for the title of this episode today, when we get to our final segment of this show. First thing I want to talk about, though, is probably the biggest elephant in the room. And we're talking what's going to happen tomorrow on AEW's flagship program. Who is going to be this big signee from who knows where? It's very interesting. There's a number of different names that have actually been put out there. I'm going to go through some of these names that have been speculated. One of those names has been Jeff Hardy. Now, as interesting as that might be, unfortunately, Jeff Hardy will not be that person. Why do I say that? I say that because Jeff Hardy still has a no-compete clause with the WWE. So it won't be Jeff Hardy. Another name that it won't be is Shane McMahon. Given the recent events that happened and transpired at the Royal Rumble, we all know what happened. We're not going to get into that, but I can almost guarantee that it's not going to be Shane McMahon either. Now, some possible names that it could be. Killer Cross is a name that has been put out there as a possibility Now, I do at some point see Killer Cross being part of the AEW roster. I don't know if that's the name that's going to be the big one coming tomorrow. But it's a good name. Another name that a lot of people have not thought about. But Jay White. Switchblade, Jay White. Has been running some really good stuff with the Bullet Club and has done very good for himself over in New Japan Pro Wrestling. The Jay White is another name that it could very well be. Before I get to a few others of these, anybody in the comment section, please tell me some names that you think will be that big name that is breaking down the doors and the barriers. And as Tony Khan tweeted out there, he said that this person is going to kick the door in, show up, sign a contract, and slam that door shut. I don't know. He's also talked about it being a game changer, which has people speculating is Triple H going to be there. At this point, I doubt that. I really don't think that it's going to be a triple H. Not yet. Ed, this is a good one as well. Ed coming in here and saying Matt Cardona with a question mark. At some point, I don't think that it's going to be a question mark. I think it's going to be definite. But when? Don't know. Matt Cardona, though, is a very good name. And has reinvented himself from his days of being Zack Ryder. Woo, woo, woo within the WWE. So it's interesting. I I do think that Mac Cardona is definitely a name that could be there. But is it going to be that big of a shock? I don't know. I don't know. Another name that's been put out there has been, and this one, okay, this one I definitely can see, Keith Lee. Now Keith Lee was part of the WWE and did some great things with the WWE for what he was given, for what he was able to do. Keith Lee is a fantastic asset to any company that decides to grab a hold of him and uh have him come into their company. That one there is probably the biggest one that I could see as being yes. That is who it's going to be. But I've one last name that has come out there as well. And this one I think as well could very much so be there. Wait, hold on a second. We got Ed coming in here saying would Keith Lee pass up his honeymoon for an AEW debut you can fly in you can fly out i think uh that's that's a that's a big possibility um would he pass it up i don't think he's going to pass up his entire honeymoon but right now all you need him for is this one night this one show and then let him go back to his honeymoon Who, by the way, officiated Keith Lee's wedding? That's right. The one and only Mick Foley, which I thought was absolutely fantastic. Keith Lee actually tweeting out there, uh, giving his thanks and praise to Keith Lee and saying, you need me, you call. Anything you need, I'm there. Keith Lee is that name. Now, is that going to happen? I don't know. I don't have that inside information right now. But it's huge possibility. Now, I think the only other name that I have heard out there has been a man who has been reinventing himself, so to speak, while still keeping some creepiness factor to him. And we are talking one Wyndham Rotunda. Do I want to see that? No, I'll be totally honest with you. I do not want to see that. I think Wyndham is doing amazing things right now, especially with everything that he's doing on YouTube and really building himself is absolutely fantastic. And I want to see that continue a little bit further and then maybe have him debut with Impact Wrestling or Ring of Honor when Ring of Honor returns. How big of a name would it be for... Ring of Honor to have on their show, their comeback show, to have Wyndham Rotunda show up and be part of the show and the company. I think that, that would be absolutely fantastic. It's it's really it's really all up in the air, and it's been very secretive, I guess you could say. So it's gonna be very interesting to see who this is. We're talking about debuts in AEW and somebody signing a contract. Well, I am pleased to say that over on Impact Wrestling, we just had somebody sign with Impact Wrestling and it is an absolute fantastic grab for Impact Wrestling. We are looking at Laredo Kid has signed a deal with Impact Wrestling. Already is up on the Impact Wrestling's website, impactwrestling.com slash Laredo-kid. You can go and check everything out there. It just gives a little bit of a uh, stats for him, um, giving height, weight, signature move, the belly-to-belly moonsault, which is fantastic to see when he does that. Lucha Libre A competitor, Title holder over there as well, and is working with both companies. So, very interesting that Impact Wrestling is allowing Laredo Kid to be in there working as a contracted performer, as well as working Triple A as a contracted performer. I think we need to see a lot more of this. I very much so enjoy this. As long as it doesn't get into a war between the companies when it comes time for big shows or when it comes time to uh, have this person work matches, I think that's the only thing that we could really see as being a detriment to these types of situations. But I digress. This is a very, very good grab for Impact Wrestling to have Laredo Kid on. Their show. I I can't say much more about Laredo kid. I mean, just absolutely fantastic. If you have not seen anything that he has done, all you have to do is use the YouTube, go to YouTube and search up Laredo kid and see what this guy can do inside of that professional wrestling ring. And I think he's a really good fit for impact wrestling. And I'm happy that he's got that contract with impact So we talked about something good. Unfortunately, we have to talk about something not so good. We just came through Monday Night Raw last night. Monday Night Raw is supposed to be the big show of shows for the WWE every week. And as many of you know that do watch the WWE, it has not been for quite some time. And I think that this next topic is one of the reasons why. I want to hear your comments on this as well. Anybody that's viewing, anybody that's watching this afterwards, leave a comment and tell me if you agree or you disagree with me. Monday Night Raw starts out. You get that really great video package at the beginning, leading up into the show. You've got pyro, you've got whatever, you've got everything looks great. And we start the show off with a quiz bowl. Excuse me? A quiz bowl. Where we see Randy Orton and Riddle In a quiz show type of situation inside of the ring. What? I'm confused. I'm really confused. I'm not confused about this. My good buddy JPJ coming in here and saying Carl. Yes, that's me. That is me, Carl Carafel. Um... And I'm just, I'm really confused about this. JPJ, I think that you uh, really hit it dead on right here. says, dude, I said this on Twitter. I like all four of those dudes, but imagine buying tickets to a wrestling show and that's what they give you to start your night. (laughs) Unreal. 100% it's unreal. I don't, I don't get it. I just don't understand. You have a professional wrestling show. And you're starting it out with a quiz show. I mean, save that for love wrestling and quizplex. You don't need to be doing that when you are doing a professional wrestling show. Ed coming in saying it's an athlemic. It's an academic decathlon. This is perfect fine. I, I really, I don't know. I don't know if I'm, if I'm, if I agree with you there, Ed, that's uh we can agree to disagree on this, but I just, I don't know. I don't think that it's fine. Throwback coming in saying what's good guys driving home from Reading, from work, listening in throwback. Thanks so much. I appreciate you, man. You are absolutely amazing. Uh, thank you for the, uh, the, the Twitter love that you gave me earlier today as well. I appreciate that Ed coming in saying WWE is not a professional wrestling show, guys. It's a sports entertainment show. You're right, Ed. It definitely is a sports entertainment show. 100% it is. But I'm not going to go to an NHL show, which I classify as entertainment. It's a sport that's entertaining. For them to have a quiz show, at center ice. I mean, it just, it, I don't know. JPJ saying it ain't fine. And I, I kind of agree with that. I I agree that it isn't. And I do get that it's as sports entertainment, that 100%. I get it. Absolutely fantastic. But I think that those types of things could be better used for social media or for after shows. Something like that. Give somebody another little reason to go and get the WWE Network, whether it's on uh, Sportsnet now in Canada, whether it's through your television provider, or whether it's through the Peacock. I don't know. JPJ saying, then the non-wrestling stuff should actually be entertaining. I agree with that as well. Uh, throwback saying, was this quiz show or a wrestling show? Was this a spin-off of who is smarter than a fifth grader? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it was a spinoff. M- maybe, maybe, okay. Playing a little bit of devil's advocate here. Maybe the WWE is testing the waters and trying this out to see how this would work. With the fans. That's a possibility as well. And if that is what they were doing. I honestly think that this would have been better suited. After the first hour. Start the second hour with this. Most people go to these programs to watch professional wrestling. So if this is something that you were doing to test the waters. To see how it would go over with the fans. Then do it at the beginning of the second hour. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I want to see professional wrestling start out a show. JPJ saying, (laughs) Chad Cable is a treasure. Yes, he is. I do. I do 100% agree with that. And I think Otis is going to be a treasure as well. He's already a treasure in my heart. JPJ saying, again, this is uh, in no way a mark against any of the talent in the ring but you could see the literal pain in half the audience's faces. So if that was the case and you could see that pain, then again, I really think that this is something that should have been starting the, uh, the second hour or starting the third hour. Either way, I personally don't think that it was something that was, uh, should have been suited for, The very beginning of the show. Now, if this was a major storyline that was happening with inside the company, I could see that. But this isn't a major storyline that's happening either. And sure, yes, that they are building towards something between these four competitors. Awesome. I love that. I welcome that. Please let me see this but I just don't think that it should have started the show. I don't know. Ed coming in here saying, hey, we don't like seeing the four, the same four guys wrestle each other. That's boring. Give us something different. WWE gives you something different. Hey, these guys aren't wrestling. Why are you doing this? Or <laughs> something different. How dare you like WWE can never win. You know what? No, I, and, and, and I totally get where you're coming from, Ed. I 100% do. Um, I just, I don't think that this idea was a bad idea. I think that it is something different that is, is really good and really cool. But I just, I don't think that it stood, should have started the show. That's all for me. I want to see the professional wrestling action and that's what I come to see. If half the audience Was put off by this. What do you think happened. To the people with the remote. Control clickers in their hand. Off. That's all I'm saying. And I hope that that wasn't the case. Because I'm not against the WWE. I think the WWE actually has some really good product. I think the WWE is doing really good for themselves as well. Yeah. Their financial call. (laughs) Yeah. Really told us how well they're doing. Um, JPJ coming in here saying, I mean, you could just make matches that aren't the same. That as well. (laughs) 100%. That as well. I agree with that. I agree with Ed and I agree with JPJ here. I mean, I, I agree with both of these guys here. I just would have rathered see a professional wrestling match happen first. That's all. That's all. Was it entertaining? Yeah, it definitely was entertaining. But I don't know. I'm really torn on this right now just because and 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 I'm so thankful again to, to Ed and to JPJ because both of these guys have very different polarizing views on this topic of the quiz bowl that started out Monday night raw. And I love that the two of them have differing different differing opinions because it allows me to even take from both of them and grow and see things from different perspectives. And I'm so happy and thankful for that. There's something that happened that passed by a lot of people that they didn't realize, that they didn't see, that was noticed by some and then talked about afterwards. I am very much so a fan of this. I have been a fan of this since I was a professional wrestling fan years and years ago. Championship title belts. Championship title belts. What is the biggest thing with a championship title belt? It is obviously the big centerpiece, the side pieces, an end piece on it, like a gold tip, and the closure system for it so that you can actually put it around your waist and wear it. I was very critical of the WWE when the WWE took away the buckles and the snaps on the championships and replaced it with Velcro. It appears that that has changed. It appears that has changed. And for that, I am thankful. There's lots I'm thankful for on this episode today, and I'm super glad of it. Throwback coming in here saying, "Welcome to the WWE land of 50/50 booking." Yeah, that is definitely something that we have said, uh, you know, numerous times, and a lot of us have said that. And uh, no matter no matter where you go, whether it's the WWE, whether it's AEW, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, New Japan, MLW, um, NWA. Anywhere you go, booking is 50-50, unfortunately. JPJ, for the last part there, said, I agree with you, Carl. I'm not against the segment. Just didn't want my night to start off with it. No, I, I agree with that. But I'm super happy about this championship belt right now. It appears as though Roman Reigns is taking the Velcro away from the Universal Championship. (laughs) Oh, thank goodness. I am so glad. So glad. Having the Velcro on there just to me seems... I don't want to say amateurish. I don't want to say juvenile. I don't want to say toy-like but I don't know what other words to really use. Um, having those snaps on there so that when you grab a championship to put it around your waist, you have to snap it together. And then when you take it off, you, have, you hear those snaps coming off of there. It just makes it sound so good. And that's what I grew up on. I grew up on... Championship belts having the snaps. And I'm happy about that. And it's something very simple, very small. And I don't know why the WWE. No, the reason I heard, the reason that I saw and found for it was that. Not everybody is the same size. So they went with something that they would be able to actually put tightly around their waist. Because even just having how the snaps are even just, you know, an inch and a half apart, sometimes that that can make it very loose on someone. And I get that. I definitely do. If it's a little too loose. Puff out your chest a little bit, bring that stomach in a little bit because you're only wearing that championship down to the ring. And then you're taking it off again make it a little tired or tighter on yourself. That's all. I'm very happy with it. Wordsmith coming in saying infantile. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. That's a very good word. Thank you. Wordsmith for that. Poetry of a promo over on love wrestling is where you find the wordsmith. Uh, wordsmith coming back in here saying championship belts are like beat poetry there should always always be snaps that is correct i hope i did a little bit of beat poetry some justice there i hope what about all of you what do you think do you like the snaps on a championship belt or are you more partial to what we've seen in recent years with the WWE and the Velcro? JPJ saying hi to the wordsmith. And if you don't know who JPJ is yet, hmm, you really need to go over to lovewrestling.ca because that's where you're going to find between two beards with JPJ and Pluggo. Thursdays. 8 p.m. that's their new time 8 p.m. thank you wordsmith for saying that i did i did give that beat poetry a little bit of justice i appreciate that but i'm 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 legitimately curious what do all of you think do you think that this is a big issue do you think that this is a big deal do you think i'm making too big of a deal about the difference between snaps and Velcro on a championship title. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I am to be quite honest with you. I don't think I am. We are already 30 minutes into this broadcast right now. And we do have some friends and some sponsors. And we need to hear a little bit from them right now. And then we will come back with our final few things for this episode of Turnbuckle Talk. Support for Turnbuckle Talk as heard on Love Wrestling is brought to you by Manscaped. Who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world? Manscaped. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code Love wrestling at manscaped.com promotional consideration paid for by the following wrestling a love and a passion we all share i've started a wrestling brand the wrestling brand a brand founded on the aspects of wrestling two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. Thank you so much, everybody, for sticking around during that little commercial break to hear a little bit from our sponsors. My name is Carl Carafell, and this is Turnbuckle Talk. Welcome back, and thank you so much for joining me this week. We do have a little bit left in this show, but I do want to make sure that I let everyone know about the promo codes that you can use for these sponsors. First off, as always, I am wearing my Collar and Elbow branded hat. I have had this since the very beginning, and I am very proud to say that Turnbuckle Talk was the first Collar and Elbow brand sponsored podcast. Only one can claim that, and that's Turnbuckle Talk. Use the promo code JK podcast at the checkout. You're going to get 10% off your entire order, whether that's brand new or clearance merchandise, whatever is in your cart, 10% off with the promo code JK podcast. And I'll be transparent with you. We do get a little bit of kickback from that, which helps go towards the stream yard that we use that's right. StreamYard is an amazing platform as well for video broadcasting. If you have not tried out StreamYard, you can try them out for free. You can just subscribe to a free account with StreamYard. There are limitations with the free account, but you definitely can. Go and check out streamyard.com because they have been amazing for us here. Manscaped. I absolutely love my Lawnmower 4.0 it has done absolute wonders for me. I've tried other trimmers. I've tried other things to properly groom my body and my area down below. This one has worked the best for me. I absolutely love it. And the extra little things that are there as well, like the crop preserver, the after the shower massaging cream that you put onto you, Absolutely fantastic! And if you're in a hurry and you just need to spruce up a little bit down below before you go, use that ball toner, couple sprays, and you're smelling like amazing, amazing. Make sure you go and check out Manscaped.com. While you're there, use the promo code Love Wrestling. You're gonna get twenty percent off, plus that's right, plus free worldwide shipping that's absolutely unheard of you, you you don't you don't hear about that anywhere there's there's not many places that give you worldwide shipping for free if you are in the edmonton alberta canada area and you're looking for some personal fitness training go and check out rich king at rk athletics rk athletics 1 on the social medias is where you find him and if you're not in the area of edmonton alberta canada go to the website anyways Go and check out RK Athletics because they even offer stuff at home that you can do. They offer personal training at home. How can they do that? Video, audio, it's all there and available. You just got to go and check them out. Rich King is absolutely fantastic. The man is jacked. He's great. He's great with what he does. He's great. The employees, everything, everything is absolutely fantastic with RK Athletics. Please go and check them out. Last one here, supplements. For those workouts that you're doing, your health and workout supplements, go and check out Phoenix at fnxfit.com. Use the promo code TBtalkpod to get 15% off your entire purchase. Again, the promo code TBtalkpod for 15% off your entire purchase at fnx.com. My next topic is a very quick one. I just want to make sure that everybody knows, in case you don't, Veer is coming. That's right. Veer is coming. No, I don't have any idea as to when. All I know is that Veer is coming. As we continue to see week after week, after week, after week, after week times 10. Veer is coming. Enough on that. Something that my good friend, (laughs) wordsmith coming in here saying, so is Christmas 2022. Yes, (laughs) yes it is. And I mean, we're already in February so it's coming quick it definitely is coming quick my amazing friend my podcast partner since 2015 mighty joe also known as big joe to some or to some just joe sent me an article i knew about this already and i was i'm i'm happy about this i'm okay with this one of my favorites during his time with the wwe has signed a legends contract with the company and even showed him signing the contract on his social media platforms we're talking mr marty right otherwise known as the Boogeyman. That's right. That guy right there. The Boogeyman has signed a Legends contract with the WWE. Now, doing my research, taking a look through, I do believe that this post that he put out was actually a repost from December. So that has me speculating. is Does that mean that we are going to be seeing the boogeyman soon. But it also has me wondering if this was something that was done back in December, why didn't we have the boogeyman in the Royal Rumble? Very interesting. I don't have those answers. I wish I did. But I don't know. All I know is that the boogeyman has signed a legends contract with the WWE and I couldn't be happier. If you don't know about who the boogeyman is or what he has done, that man, that man fooled the system. (laughs) He started out on a program that was called tough enough. Now tough enough was a program where, um, you had to be a certain age. They would, they would, they only wanted people up to a certain age. And this was back in 2004. Well, Marty decided that he was going to doctor his application and put down that he was younger than he actually was just to get on the show. And it obviously worked out in his favor because he, yes, did become a WWE star. And has signed a legends contract. I can't believe I'm saying that. Like, that's just, it was only 2004. No, I get we're in 2022 now. It just doesn't seem like it's been that long, but I think it's absolutely fantastic for the boogeyman for Marty to be able to get that. Um, again, back in 2004, he was eliminated from the show after it was revealed that he lied about his age. So this guy goes to, and and I'm not condoning anybody lie on any type of application. Do not get me wrong. Do not do such a thing. Please don't, but he got his contract in 2005. Good for him, Marty. I'm happy for you. I am happy for you. On his Twitter page, at Real Boogie, he put, thank you, CEO slash WWE Vince McMahon, and gives a little video of him actually signing the contract. So if you want, go and check that out. It was actually pretty cool. So now we're at the big topic for today. Create your own. As Ed said, even before the broadcast even started, create your own way. That is definitely one thing that I thought as well. But what about create your own life? Create your own legacy. And how can we do stuff like that? Create your own promotion? That's the word in speculation right now is that after the royal rumble and all the things that transpired with Mr. Shane McMahon um it's it's it, it's looking like Shane McMahon might get himself into a professional wrestling promotion Now, again, this is just speculations at this point, but he's been urged by a few different people. Now, one of these names I'm going to mention because, well, I think this person has done a lot in the world of professional wrestling and is a great mind for the business. That is debatable. I definitely will say that. That is debatable. But Vince. Russo is a name that is urging Shane McMahon to start his own promotion. I think that's great. I think that that is is absolutely fantastic. I'm taking a look here at an article from Sports Yeah. Yes, go and check out Sports Kita. Lots of great stuff over there. And shamelessly, I'm going to plug my good friend Ryan K. Bowman over at Sports Kita, who does writing for the company. But Leonard, Leonard Soreo writes, Shane McMahon's WWE exit has been the hottest topic of discussion in professional wrestling, and the reactions to the shocking development continue to flood the internet. Vince Russo took to Twitter and teased the possibility of Shane O'Mac starting his own promotion. The wrestling veteran said that it's that time was perfect for McMahon to use his experience and gather all the resources required to set up a wrestling company. I think it's perfect. I think it's perfect. Vince Russo actually putting out there onto Twitter saying, just throwing this out there, maybe it's time for Shane McMahon to start his own wrestling promotion. He has the experience, funds, know-how, and intelligence. Plus, he's not a mark, and certainly not an asshat, like the other two current promoters. I'd be the first one to support him. What do you guys think? Do you think the idea of Shane McMahon starting his own promotion is a good thing? I do know that Shane has left the world of professional wrestling before and that he actually went overseas. Uh, I believe it was China that he went to where he kind of started his own like pay-per-view service over there. Which did okay. So it's interesting. It's interesting, and especially for for Vince Russo to come out there and say that he would be the first in line to support. I support this comment from JPJ. Shane starts his own company and Triple H, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, or probably then would be known as just Paul Levesque, is the booker for the show. I think that that's a fantastic idea. I really do. Wordsmith, I'm sorry that that turned you off, but uh, again, different views, different opinions, but we can all be friends. Wordsmith saying, you had me until you mentioned Vince Russo. What's next? Disco Inferno? Well, that might be taking things a little bit too far, but yeah. Vince Russo, Vince Russo, Vince Russo. I support Vince Russo. JPJ saying, just make NXT, but on your own. Right? Right? If anybody does not understand what happened, Triple H was given the reins for NXT black and gold. And what did he do? He built a humongous franchise for the WWE. 100% he did. It was so, so good. People loved it. Bringing in names that people recognized and had them star on his show and yes i say black and gold nxt was triple h's show not really a wwe show it was triple h's show supersonic how you doing my friend good to see you i am doing very well We're at our last topic here for the day for this episode of turnbuckle talk. And what we're talking about is Shane McMahon. And is it time for Shane McMahon to start his own company because of the knowledge and success that he has had doing other things. And especially within the professional wrestling world, he grew up in it. He has the funds. Is it time for Shane McMahon to have a run at doing it? JPJ saying NXT was the best product underneath the WWE umbrella for years and Vince systematically destroyed it over the past 2 years. I will say that systematically black and gold was destroyed. Yes. And now, yes, they have taken things into a different direction with NXT where they're not really bringing in already made talent, but trying to really just home grow their own. Right. But yes, NXT black and gold. Was. The best product underneath the umbrella. 100% it was. Bobby. Bobby. Last Saturday was your birthday. Well, holy shit, dude. Happy birthday to you. Thank you for coming in to this broadcast with me today. I really do appreciate it. Former co-host of Turnbuckle Talk, a man who has had to go back to the boar's nest. You all know him as Bubba Duke. He's in here as well. He says hello all and uh, something that I want all of you to do for me as a little gift. For Bubba Duke. I want you to please go and find the boar's nest with Bubba Duke on Facebook. Subscribe to that because today is Bubba Duke's birthday. That's right. Happy birthday, Bubba Duke. It is his birthday as well. So go and show some love over on his Facebook page He actually did a really cool episode of the boar's nest today, where he broke open a box of WWE trading cards. So go and take a look at that. Supersonic saying black and gold NXT is the best NXT for a lot of people. It definitely is. I'm still going to give the WWE a little bit of time and a little bit of a chance for this new NXT 2.0 you are so welcome bobby bobby saying thank you so much uh this new NXT 2.0 i'm i'm not dismissing it right away i am definitely going to give it time because just like NXT black and gold it took some time for that as well. And I think if the WWE does things right with the NXT 2.0, we could very well see some amazing stars coming out of there, but it's going to take some time. That's my only thing. The interaction with all of you is absolutely fantastic. This is 100% exactly what I love when I am doing these broadcasts, considering I am doing broadcasts solo now, making things a little bit more radio-esque because, well, that is exactly what I have enjoyed and I love. I absolutely love listening to radio broadcast, talk radio. Absolutely fantastic. And that is kind of what I'm doing here as well. Maybe not to the full extent like talk radio because I don't have the sponsorships to be able to uh, play commercials and continue on with that. But uh, yeah, absolutely fantastic to be able to have all of you here with me thank you so much to everybody for coming out oh bobby yes we'll get to this um bobby says carl who is your favorite wrestlers on the nw oh my god you know what tomorrow night aew what if we see one of my favorites from the NWA. What if we see a man that I actually had the opportunity with mighty Joe to interview, I would say five years ago now, six years. Yeah. Six or seven years ago. What if Nick Aldis is that name? Wow! Thank you, Bobby. I know because of your question brought that extra little bit out. That that is fantastic. NWA has so many great wrestlers. Uh, One hundred percent, it does. The Pope, the Pope is another really good name. Uh, I've watched the Pope for years. To be honest with you, Um, just so many, so many good people over there. personally, I've always been a fan of Velvet Sky, and I wish that we could see her back in the ring. That would be cool to me. Murdoch is another really good one. Absolutely love Trevor Murdoch. Really good guy. Really good inside of that ring. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you very much for that question, Bobby. I really do appreciate that. And if anybody who is watching this program on a replay or listening to this in the audio format, this is not just my show anymore. This is my show and all of yours. So please follow me on my socials at TB talk pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or my personal Twitter page, which is at K K A R U F E L. And send me your questions. If there's a topic that you want discussed on the show, let me know. And I will do my best to ensure that it is put into a rotation and brought out onto the show. I have no problems with that at all. But send me your questions, and I will definitely make sure that they are answered. I definitely will. Again, thank you so much to each and every one of you all my amazing fans and supporters without all of you, I don't know if I would continue to do this It's because of you and the drive and the passion that all of you have. And you're continuing to come into this show and send me messages and interact is what makes it. And a very big special thank you to mighty Joe as well for trusting me to take. Yes. This is still a product of mighty Joe and myself. Turnbuckle talk is, for allowing me to take this and try something different with it. Bobby coming in here, finishing out and saying, uh, Camille, the NWA women's world champion is Bobby's favorite in the NWA. Supersonic coming in here. I know Supersonic said that he was driving, so I'm I'm glad that he was able to get this this in here. Supersonic says, fans do complain. About that, Vince McMahon ruined so many of the fan favorites from NXT who got called up, such as Sasha Banks, Asuka, Shinsuke Nakamura, and even Kyrie Sane. Fans do complain about that a lot. And I think the, the 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 problem with it, I I can only assume when I say this. NXT was a very smaller broadcast, a very small, much smaller show. You didn't have as much talent. You didn't have as many people there that you, uh, that you had to try to please. So a lot of these people, and, and really, I, I, I can say for, for, for possibly Nakamura and for Kyrie saying, yes, I, I would agree with that, that maybe, um, things were a little bit ruined for them but not for Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks has been one of the biggest female performers that they've had. Oscar as well has been their women's champion and has carried that belt a few times and has done great things for the company as well. Uh, but Nakamura, yes, being, you know, us champion, intercontinental champion being thrown into tag team situations, Kairi Sane, I can almost guarantee you, uh, 93% of the people don't even know who Kyrie Sane is. And that's a problem. Bubba Duke coming in here saying, I just like everything about the NWA right now. I really do too. I really do too. Bobby coming in here saying, asking a question, saying, uh, which team do you want to see wrestle at the Crockett cup this year at the NWA? I'm going to make this one really quick, simple and easy. The Briscoe brothers. That's who I want to see there. And I want to see win. end of story again, I want to thank everybody so much for coming in here for sharing your time with me. As I now say goodbye from turnbuckle talk, Again, my name is Carl Carafel and thank you so much for coming by. It is the support that all of you guys give that makes me continue to do this. So for myself, Carl Carafel, I thank you. Go and check out my YouTube page Turnbuckle Studios over on YouTube. That is where you can find a number of different programs and while you're there make sure that you're giving some thumbs up, some hearts, like subscribe click that notification bell as well and make sure that you are all set for any time that you see anything from turnbuckle studios thank you so much everybody take care we will see you next week